Let's get to the big items of the day, and we bring in Mark Tui on the Morning Brief, an advisor to business and political leaders. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John Moore. Series of bomb threats disrupting schools yesterday. That's always going to be a vexing situation because a bomb threat is almost always just some Yahoo on the other end of the phone or the internet, but you got to take it seriously. Yeah, you do. And it's, uh, it, it creates a danger for a lot of people because the resources that then have to respond to a bomb threat are not available to respond to something else somewhere else that might be more real. But it's not necessarily some Yahoo anymore. And I'd be interesting. I'd be interested in finding out uh, more as the police investigate this. Uh, back in April, you might remember there was a, a lot of reporting out of the U.S. about uh, a new trend of uh, artificial intelligence generating threats going into schools where they had very real sounding voices uh, calling 911 operators uh, all across the US uh, claiming to have just uh, you know dropped a bomb off at a school and answering questions about the location of the school and then uh, disconnecting uh, you know as one might expect for a, a bomb threat from a human being but these were tracked to offshore artificial intelligence uh, you know, sweat rooms that were sending these things out. So it could, in that case, in the U.S., have been part of a, a broader testing of a new technology that could be farmed out to people who want to cause a little bit of havoc. Uh, I wonder if they might find any inklings of that here. Meanwhile, and this only came across our desk a short while ago, so it wasn't on your agenda, but I'm sure you'll probably have some insight. But there are calls for kids to walk out of schools all over the province today. And all of this in support, let me see the exact wording so I can be uh, honest about this, student walkouts to protest the war being waged against innocent Gazans. And, you know, I was saying a short while ago, if a kid walks out of school today for this, then I hope they know exactly what the political situation is. And it's not just because they didn't want to go to shop. Well, it will be because they didn't want to go to shop. But this is, I think, uh, again, situated in a larger context. Uh, Israel will do what it has to do on the ground, but Israel is uh, really on the back foot when it comes to the information war. And the uh, the, the Hamas uh, and uh, its uh, ilk, Iran, uh, who are very good at information warfare, are winning hands down the information war in places like Canada. Most Canadians have no idea when they shout free Palestine, what Palestine even is. And certainly if kids walk out of school, I think you've hit the nail on the head, John. Most of them won't have a clue what it is they're talking about, except they've all seen uh, pictures of, uh, you know, children in uh, horrific, uh, you know, piles of rubble and bodies and, and everybody, you know, hates those images. But most people don't know what they are. And a lot of the images uh, from both sides in this conflict are of questionable sort of provenance. Meanwhile, Justin Trudeau sort of adjusted or torqued, I guess, his message and is now saying that Israel's retaliation is justified but should not be paid, quote, by all Palestinian civilians. This obviously is because he's now under fire, not from the right for not being full-throated enough about Israel, but from the left for not talking about the Palestinians. 
Yeah, once again, part of the information war that the, the uh, that Hamas, the terrorist group, is uh, winning hands down with the backing of Iran. Uh, what the prime minister said was that the price of justice for Israel uh, can't be paid by all Palestinian civilians. And that's where, you know, I take issue with him. This is not about the price of justice. Israel is not seeking justice for a wrong. Israel is fighting for its very survival against a terrorist group whose sole existence is dedicated to the elimination of Jews from all of that land that is now called Israel. And, uh, you know, that is, it's a genocidal, uh, you know, terrorist group. They're backed by Iran. They're backed by Hezbollah. Uh, there's a lot of latent anti-Semitism uh, all over the world that's being tapped into. The information war is where this this war is going to be won or lost. And right now, Israel, as I said, they're they're in the back foot. Meanwhile, Pierre Polyev is now, I mean, honestly, he's got the bit in his teeth. He's daring the liberals to fight an election over the carbon tax. I don't know if you were listening earlier, but I was offering my own analysis, which is this is great political strategy, and it's going to be a winning strategy, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think... Uh I can't remember where when I was on the other day, but uh, you know the old adage: when you're a boxer, if the enemy has a cut opening up above his left eye, then that's where you hit him, and you keep hitting them. You don't switch to kidney shots or body shots; you keep hitting for the eye. And uh, the cut over Justin Trudeau's eye is the carbon tax, and he's revealed it unintentionally or intentionally in reality or just in appearance to be more politics than good policy, and uh, you know. Polyev smells the blood. He has for some months, but it's clearly working. And so he's just going to keep hitting that eye. Yeah, the irony in the carbon tax, Mark, is it, it was intended. It, the whole plan is that it should hurt so that people would change their behavior. So now that we've arrived at the point where it is hurting some people, that's where Justin Trudeau starts pulling the plug. Yeah, well, he's right to do so because it was constructed, you know, poorly from the get-go. You know, if you raise the price of something, people will buy less of it. But there has to be an alternative. And first of all, there isn't for many people, especially when it comes to home heating. You can't just switch your home heating method very easily. It's quite expensive. Uh, so there has to be an alternative. And secondly, people don't have more money than they have. So, like, I've argued for a long time that they could, for every dollar raised in carbon tax, uh, they could uh, reduce the amount of money by a dollar raised by HST. That's a simple sort of offset. The government wouldn't get rich on it, but it would change the tax, you know, the, the consumer behavior to be one of avoiding the carbon tax by seeking out lower taxed items that presumably are better for the environment, but it wouldn't be more out of pocket overall. So you'd have the same behavioral impact, but you wouldn't be starving families to death in a cold winter. Don't know if you're a Beatles fan, but a new and final Beatles track comes out today. Um, already people are saying it's going to be, it's not going to be the letdown that Free as a Bird was. And certainly the portions I've heard, I think it's intriguing. But at the same time, coming out with a track when two of your artists are dead is, it's not authentic. I don't think this is the last we're going to hear from the Beatles. I went to the first uh, Who farewell tour which was then followed by a second and a third and a fourth 
Pooh yeah. farewell tour. So I don't for one minute believe that this is the last new song from the Beatles. They'll, my grandkids will be listening to the latest new track uh, from the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, you know, 50 years from now. But remember, I don't know, was it 25 years ago? It was a long time ago. And everyone was talking about the fact that they used uh, Photoshop or whatever it was to get Fred Astaire to dance with a vacuum cleaner. And that was outrageous back then. Now we're bringing pop stars back from the dead. Yeah, and now they can talk and think on their own with artificial intelligence. And, and you might, you know, we will get performances from AI-generated Ringo stars, you know, well into the future. And, and he might have a better career after than he does now. Well, he was in Thomas the Tank Engine. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of people consider that to be a career highlight. Actually, people make fun of Ringo Starr all the time. And Jeremy Taggart percussionist has always said that he's actually one of the finest drummers in in pop history 